Welcome to Brit David Podcast, as Pastor Tim brings us the conclusion to his message today, Rash Decisions, from Judges chapter 11, verses 1 through 40. Just because you have made dumb decisions in the past does not mean that you are stuck in those consequences. And just because you have made dumb decisions in the past does not mean that you are somehow incapable of making good decisions today. God offers an awful lot of grace and mercy to people just like us. Nevertheless, here is a warning against making rash decisions by a surprising Old Testament hero of the faith. Here's Pastor Tim. All right. He's coming home. I'm coming home, baby. Verse number 34. When Jephthah came to his house at Mizpah, there was his daughter coming out to meet him with timbrels and dancing. She was his only child. Besides her, he had neither son nor daughter. She's celebrating. Her dad is the hero of Israel. She's coming out with timbrels and with dancing. But her celebration is about to be turned into catastrophe. When it came to pass in verse 35, when he saw her, that he tore his clothes and said, Alas, my daughter, you have brought me very low. You are among those who trouble me. For I have given my word to the Lord, and I cannot go back on it. Jephthah's word, Jephthah's determination to keep his promise is greater than mine. It is. I would have backpedaled as fast as I could. There's no way I'm following through on that. And yet he says, I cannot go back on it. God had been so good to Jephthah. With the upbringing that he had. With the way that his own family treated him. For God to receive him and use him. It was more than Jephthah could, could imagine. And now he's made this rash decision. And it's brought with it an unwelcome consequence. Jephthah apparently has not only loved his daughter, but has raised her to love the Lord. She finds out what's coming. Notice what she says. Verse number 36. So she said to him, My father, if you have given your word to the Lord, do to me according to what has gone out of your mouth, because the Lord has avenged you of your enemies, the people of Ammon. 
she's got more faith than I have. And she understands the power of a vow and the power of obedience greater than I do. And just simply says, let it be to me, Father. Whatever it is that you said, whatever it is that came out of your mouth. (laughs) There's so many things I read into that. These words that just fell out of your mouth. These words that were just spewed out of your mouth. Without any thought of her. There was no way that Jephthah had ever thought that his daughter would be the one who came out. That his wife would be the one to come out. That a neighbor might come out. He just made the foolish choice. And his daughter's going to make him live up to it. Now notice what she says. Let's finish the chapter. She said to her father, let this thing be done for me. And let me alone for two months. That I may go and wander on the mountains and bewail my virginity, my friends and I. So he said, go. And he sent her away for two months. And she went with her friends and bewailed her virginity on the mountains. And it was so at the end of two months that she returned to her father. And he carried out his vow with which he had vowed. She knew no man. And it became a custom in Israel that the daughters of Israel went four days each year to lament the daughter of Jephthah, the Gileadite. Why so much emphasis here? Why why so much emphasis on her virginity? Because while Jephthah saves the entire nation of Israel, he not only is about to lose his only child, his only daughter, but his own family line is not going to survive. It's come to a close. We get to read about Jephthah a little bit more. We read more of his adventures in chapter number 12. God uses him mightily. And then we get to read about him one more time in the New Testament. It's that episode then that leads me to number three for you today. This third truth. This one you need to mark down. You need to know this. Because if you just get the first two and you've got them down, and those two things are true, aren't they? My history of bad decisions often lead to more bad decisions. And my bad decisions often come with consequences that I wasn't expecting. Those things are true, and they are crippling. In order for chapter 12 to be here, in order for Jephthah to continue on, I mean, even, even if I found the faith somewhere to follow through and offer this child as a burnt offering to the Lord, I'm not sure I could do anything else. I mean, I don't know how I would even get up the next day. 
much less be God's champion? Be the leader of a whole nation? It reminds me that even when bad, terrible things happen to us, even when it's our own fault, that God's not through with you. So here we are, number three, get this one. Even haphazard decisions, right? Even haphazard decisions don't lock in unchangeable character. Here was a man who hung out with worthless people, but who became useful and worthy according to the use of the Spirit of God. In chapter 12, he is. He's going to fully deliver Israel, and they're going to have times of peace, and they're going to walk with the Lord just as he himself is now walking with the Lord. But I mentioned to you that he's also mentioned in the New Testament. Let's go there. You can turn out of, he- out of Judges. Let's go to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter number 11. You know what Hebrews chapter 11 is. Sometimes it's called the, the Hall of Faith. It is the crowning of Old Testament heroes who lived out their faith. In fact, that's, that's how you'll find these paragraphs beginning. By faith, so and so did such and such. And he goes through a number of people. He talks about the faith of Abel and of Enoch and of Noah and Abraham and Sarah and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph and Moses and Joshua and Rahab. But then if you skip all the way down to verse number 32, after he's mentioned those people by name and and told just a little bit about their story, he says this, And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me. And he gives us another list of names. Two of those are David and Samuel. I mean, the fact that David and Samuel got left off the big list tells me that's a, that's a mighty big list, right? I mean, David and Samuel of all people. Of course these are heroes of the faith. Of course let's mention them. Yet he says, time would fail me if I had to tell you about David. If I had to tell you about Samuel. But those aren't the names that he begins with in verse 32. They're the names that he ends with. Time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson. And surprise, surprise, there he is, Jephthah. See, at the end of chapter number 11 of Judges, I would have been through with myself. I would have. I don't don't know that I would have been able to go on. And the truth of the matter is, is if you take that context, you put it in this. you would have been through with me too. And yet God wasn't through with him. The mistakes that you make today are not the definers for your tomorrow. God has something in store for you. 
And it is to be like Him. To be conformed to the image of His Son. And whatever character flaws that you have, He can transform those. Everybody who looked at Jephthah saw his flaws. God looks at Jephthah and sees his faithfulness. Your past mistakes don't define you any more than Jephthah's does. And even if you make a bad decision today, it does not exclude you from making good decisions in the future. Can you make up for those things? No. No. No matter what Jephthah does, that little girl's not coming back. But what Jephthah does matters for the kingdom, matters for all of eternity. And the way that he responded had God himself acknowledge him as an Old Testament hero of New Testament faith. You're already living in the New Testament. Mistakes that you have made, you already know that God has forgiven those. He can set you on the right path to do the right thing and to make an impact that will be right for others down the line. I ask you to bow your head and close your eyes. And with your head bowed and your eyes closed, I want to ask you a question. That's a question just for you and for the Lord. Are you living with guilt that eats you up over past decisions? Guilt is not a bad thing. It's part of what God has put in us. But we don't live in our guilt. We give that to the Lord. Through repentance, through faith, we receive His forgiveness and His restoration. Is there a past decision that you need to repent of? That you need to make right with the Lord today? Here's a better resolution than some of these rash decisions. I resolve to walk with God in faithfulness. If that's a decision that you would want to make today, I encourage you to seal that with the Lord through prayer. Maybe right there where you are, but really, I encourage you to come to the altar. And come alone. Or maybe to hold yourself accountable to come with a friend or with somebody else. Or maybe come to me and say, Tim, would you pray with me about this? Maybe you need to give your heart to Jesus. That's where it begins. We can help you with that.
Maybe you need to start 2024 off with having your membership where it needs to be and planting your life in this church. Maybe there's another issue that you deal with. Let's do that today, okay? Jesus, we know that we make bad decisions sometimes. But I pray for every person in this room today that you would allow them in this very moment to make a good and godly and glorious decision that will impact themselves, their families, their church, and their world. Father, I pray that you'd bless these moments with the power of your Holy Spirit. Lead us into truth and courageously into action. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Stand with me where you are. If you need to come, I encourage you to come. Sean, lead us. Pastor Tim, thanks you for joining us here today on Britt David Podcast. And he would like to invite you to check out our past messages here on our podcast library. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at BrittDavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.